welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Curry, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members. Before we start this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. When you join the Fuel Rewards program at Shell, you'll never pay full price for gas again. Even if my car horn sounds like this? Sure. Even if I always blast techno in my car? (laughs) Yeah. Even if I drive for miles with the turn signal on? Of course. Even then. It's time to save five cents per gallon or more on every fill, every day with instant gold status. Visit FuelRewards.com to join now and save today. Active gold status required. See FuelRewards.com slash gold for details. At participating shell stations only. Limit 20 gallons. Welcome to this week's episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. And once again, we are talking about the Marriott Bonvoy program. I have an interview with one of the founders of Bonvoid.com, Mr. Shibuhan Mukherjee, who is one of the most interesting people that I have ever met in this hobby. I've known him for over two years now, and you're going to see why shortly. Before we get to Mr. M's interview, as I like to call him, I want to take a positive spin here on Marriott Bonvoy and just cover some of the nerdy ways that I still find value in these points. Yes, it can be a headache right now. Rather, I should say, yes, it's going to be a headache if you need to do anything beyond just the simple and sometimes with the simple. But that doesn't mean that you should not have Marriott points. The hotels are everywhere. There are some really unique ways to redeem these points. And I want to cover this really quick so that you don't completely cast aside the Marriott Bonvoy program. <laughs> I still can't get that name out of my mouth without almost chuckling. Marriott Bonvoy. I understand Bon Voyage, good travel, but, wow, I'm just not going to get over it. So before we get to the interview, hey, look, here are some ways that I recommend you use your points. I'm sitting on over 600,000 points right now. Many of these are carryover from the legacy SPG points. But I have been doing work from time to time to try and uh, keep these, you know, in my back pocket. I'm a Hyatt guy. I have Hilton points. still going to use them. Let's go through a couple ways about how to use these points. Number one is transferring your Marriott points to airline programs. Now, a lot of people are not very bullish on this right now, and I'm not sure why. The ratio is still the exact same as it was when you could transfer SPG points to all the different programs. Because we took SPG points and we multiplied them by a factor of three to become Marriott points, the 3 to 1 ratio now is the exact same as the 1 to 1 ratio it was when we had the SPG program and you still get the 5000 bonus miles for every 20000 miles that you earn with the program. So ratio is still the exact same, the numbers might look a little bit different. Don't let that deter you. I still think there are a lot of programs here that you can get a lot of value from with your Marriott points, okay? So don't listen to everybody that says maybe this isn't a good idea anymore. Ratio is the exact same. I have no problem with it. And a lot of these programs this is the only way to get some miles. Going to run down the list, alphabetical order, places that you need to consider moving your Marriott points. Number one, the very first one on the list, Aegean Airlines. Star Alliance partner, very attractive spots in their award chart, especially to fly other Star Alliance partners. Lufthansa First Class can be excellent value here, transatlantic business and first class. Take a look at the Aegean program. Uh, Air Canada Aeroplan, if you don't have Amex points, Aeroplan's got a lot of goodness in there, so you can move your Marriott points over there. 
Flying Blue, no, not really. Their transfer partner, everybody, I would not use my Marriott points to go to Air France, KLM, Flying Blue. Alaska Airlines, definitely, yes. Alaska Airlines are magic. The only way you can get those is if you fly Alaska, fly partners, and transfer credit to Alaska or have the Alaska Airlines credit cards from Bank of America. If you need to top up your Amer- your Alaska accounts, that you can get some of those great redemptions like Qantas First Class, you know, from the continental United States down to Sydney for 70,000 points, I think it is, and no fuel surcharges. Look, that's a great use of Marriott rewards, okay? So Alaska, absolutely. American Airlines, yes, they're not a transfer partner of anybody. If you need to top off that American account in the book, Eddie Hot First, or even if you just want a dadgum, go down to the Caribbean in off-peak season, uh, use Marriott points, right? Pay for those flights. Transfer to America. Nothing wrong with that. Asiana, absolutely. If you're not familiar with the Asiana program and that wonderful, glorious partner award charts that they have to the tune of 40,000 miles for one-way business class across the Atlantic, yeah, I know fuel surcharges can be a little bit hairy, but still, you're only paying 40,000 miles for business class. That's 120,000 Marriott points. Everybody listening to this podcast can get 120,000 Marriott points as fast as you can sneeze, right? So, absolutely, Asiana should be a place that you look to transfer your Marriott points. Going through here, I'm literally just scrolling down. Eddie Hod Guest, look, they're a transfer partner of everybody else. If you don't have City Thank You Points, you don't have American Express, and you need to top off that Eddie Hod account because of their ridiculous partner award charts, go ahead and put your Marriott points into Eddie Hod. There's nothing wrong with that. Book some of those outrageous partner awards that they have. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the old Google machine right now, type in, type in Eddie Hod Guest partner award charts. You're welcome. Go and book some of those. Frontier Airlines Early Returns, if anybody listens to this podcast, transfers your Marriott points to Frontier. As much as I appreciate the product that they have and the great things that they're doing with their airline program right now, do not move your Marriott points to Frontier. Heinen's got some sweet spots in there quite uh, apparently. Now, you're not going to be able to get those anywhere else, so something to look at. Um, Japan Airlines Mileage Bank. I am super bullish on Japan Airlines Mileage Bank right now and their online one-world booking tool. Nobody uses this enough. Listen to me right now. If you're not using Japan Airlines Mileage Bank online award booking tool to book flights like Emirates and American Airlines and everybody else in one world, you need to do that. Incredible mileage redemption rates on there. I've written a few articles about it. Google everything you need to know about Japan Airlines Mileage Bank. Take notes. Put my name on that one. Transfer your amount of points to Jow. Korean Skypass, man, I sure do miss them as a Chase transfer partner. It sure would be great to be able to use those ultimate rewards. Korean still has a lot of sweet spots in there, especially if you want to go down to Hawaii if you can find the space. But also you can book some of the Middle East carriers with their miles. You need to move your Marriott points into Korean. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Lufthansa miles and more. I'm Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going through this list right now. I'm just getting too excited because not enough people are talking about all these great programs. If you don't know about Lufthansa Miles and More Mileage Bargains, go ahead and go down to that Google machine, Google it up, and just stand back and watch your jaw drop. 30,000 miles of round trip to Europe. Round trip. How's that sound? Yeah. Move your Marriott points into Lufthansa Miles and More. A couple more we're going to look at. If you want to go to my favorite place in the world, and I've only spent one night there because it's too daggum hard to get to, St. Helena or the gem of the South Atlantic, as they call it, the secret of the South Atlantic, something like that. It's an island right in between Brazil and South Africa. That's right, in between Brazil and South Africa, almost equal distance. I spent one night there. You can actually transfer Marriott points to South African Airways Voyager program and redeem for the South African Airways Airlink flight from Cape Town or Johannesburg 
over to St. Helena. You get to do cool little fuel stop in Namibia. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Marriott points can make that happen for you because that flight is expensive. The last place I'm going to recommend here is Turkish Airlines Miles and Smiles program can be a little bit frustrating. However, tons of value lies there. You can move city thank you points over to Turkish now. However, if you don't have those Marriott points into the Miles and Smiles program, can be a wonderful use of it. I just went through a lot of information. Now, it's taken me three years plus of doing this every day to get you know some of these things down. But that's what makes us different than everybody else. We are willing to put in the work to understand some of these programs and get the value that lie out there. I want you to picture something for a second. Driving on the closest interstate to you, gridlock traffic, terrible day. You're not going anywhere. Picture all of those cars that are the mile in front of you and the mile behind you. If you all got out of your car right now and you walked up to everybody else in those cars that's a mile in front of you and the mile behind you and you said, hey, tell me about transferring Marriott rewards over to South African Airways Voyager to go fly to one of the greatest places in the world, St. Helena Island. How many people on the interstate with you are going to know what in tarnation you're talking about? Nobody. Nobody puts the effort into this you have found a niche that while you think everybody knows what you know i'm telling you nobody knows it okay that's why you're listening to this podcast that's why you're in award travel one-on-one because you're willing to put the time and effort in that so go through study some of those programs make sure you can get great value out of your marriott bonvoy points hotel stays you're not going to go wrong where do i look to use my marriott points if there's going to be a peak season that i'm going somewhere and they have award availability when those prices are out of control, that's where I slide those Marriott points in there. Case in point, two weekends ago, went to Phoenix, Arizona. I live here in Atlanta, Georgia. Spring training's going on out there. PGA Tour's going on out there. I actually went out there for a Mecham car auction with my father-in-law and brother-in-law who thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And in Glendale, Arizona, in the middle of March, a residence inn was going for 350 bucks a night. A Fairfield Inn and Suites was going for almost $400 per night after taxes and fees. Am I going to pay that? No. But do I want to stay right next to the stadium where the auction's going on so we can have a good time and not worry about traffic or staying far away, parking and all that stuff? 25,000 Marriott Bonvoy points, and I'm getting almost two cents a point out of Marriott points to stay exactly where I want to stay, when I want to stay there. That is why I have the Marriott points. Excellent use. Look at those festivals. Look at those big sporting events. They don't have peak and off peak right now. We should be expecting that anytime, but that is when I use my Marriott points for hotel stays. Am I looking at Ritz Carlton's? Am I looking at the Maldives? Hey, the fifth night free can be a great option. Now there's that category eight that's 85,000 points a night. That's a lot of points. Marriott's not going to be my first place if I'm going for luxury. I use Hyatt for that. So these niche stays where things are just crazy expensive, but the points haven't gone up, that's where I look to use my Marriott points. Last point I'm going to cover here before we get to Mr. M's interview are Marriott moments. If you like sporting events, if you like some culinary experiences, concerts, uh, lifestyle and culture deals, there are some hidden gems at moments.marriottbonvoy.com. Box seats of the Cubs games. Uh, behind the scenes at European Soccer League stadiums and games. Some cool experiences for your kids. Concert tickets, Madison Square Garden. I was looking at a Ritz-Carlton stay in the UAE a couple weeks ago for two nights. That included like an oyster farm tour, top-of-the-line private plunge pool, beach villa. And it was going for like 110,000 Marriott points. I didn't tell anybody about it because I was going to bid on it, but I had a scheduling conflict with the dates that the 
State was good for. But this is this is waiting right here. I'm telling you right now. Moments.mirabonvoy.com. Get in there, dig through what you're looking at, and um, don't look over that. So three ways that I look to get value out of my Marriott Bonvoy points right now. Definitely transferring to airline partners. Not sure why some folks just think that's a bad idea. It's the exact same as it was before, and I alluded to some of the value there. Those niche hotel stays. Peak dates, prices haven't gone up. I mean, award prices haven't gone up. Look to use your Marriott points there. Finally, Marriott Bonvoy moments. Okay, so that's all the goodness that is still here in this program. If anything goes haywire, I'm telling you, <laughs> just just crack open a bottle of wine or bourbon or beer, whatever you do. Put that phone on the charger. Put the whole music on. Turn a TV show on and just be patient and chill out and relax. With all of that great information shared, we're going to be right back with my interview with Bonvoy.com, one of the founders, Mr. Shabuhan Mukherjee. The Award Travel 101 podcast is brought to you by the Fuel Rewards program. Go to fuelrewards.com slash award travel podcast and register for a free account. You learn instant gold status, which gives you five cents per gallon savings on every fill up at participating shell stations. Never pay full price again with the Fuel Rewards program. Welcome back to the Award Travel 101 podcast, where I have one of my personal heroes that I have met through this community, Mr. Shibuhian Mukherjee. Uh, we call him Mr. M in a lot of the circles that we're in. Mr. M, how are you doing today? Very well, Richard. How are you doing? Hey, it doesn't get any better than this. That is the, <laughs> that is the honest truth. Mr. M, I guess we've known each other for about three years. I'm going to tell everybody the first story I remember you telling me. You can tell me if I remember this correctly, and then we're going to go right into Bonvoid.com and your latest business venture. Now, you're a serial entrepreneur. Is that a correct way of describing what you do? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy identifying needs and then coming up with solutions for them. So the first story you told me is you were in Italy, you were going around, I don't even remember what city now, and you said, hey, there's a lot of pigeon droppings on top of all of these sculptures and buildings, somebody should clean this up. And you looked into starting a pressure washing business in Italy? Yeah, that was in Florence. I mean, if you've been to Florence, there are statues everywhere and there's pigeons everywhere because everything is outdoors. So yeah, I mean, I enjoy starting businesses. I started my first software business when I was in college. And then I managed to run that while I was going to school for my bachelor's and then my master's for economics. So did you actually start that company in Florence or was it just an idea you had? No, I did that. And I also did a photography business in Bora Bora. <laughs> so there's your introduction. I mean, the photographer was already there, but I just, you know, helped finance the guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's your introduction to uh, Mr. Mukherjee. He, you actually have a really interesting family background. You pretty much grew up going around Africa, right? Yeah. So we were very little when we moved from India to Africa. Um, I grew up in Nairobi, Kenya. My parents then lived in DR, Congo, Ethiopia, and Tanzania. And then from there, I went to school in London. Yeah. And then the weather was just terrible, cold all the time, depressing. So then I moved to sunny San Diego, and I've been here ever since. You travel the world pretty much consistently. Uh, you have a new addition to your family. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, for first-time father, right? Yes, yes. And how many citizenships does uh, your little one have? She has three. So she has... <laughs> U.S. and she has Mexico and she has New Zealand. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if I don't have your attention by now with three minutes of talking to Mr. M, I hope you understand why he's one of my personal heroes in this space and met because of points and miles. 
Shibihan, we're here to talk specifically about your latest venture in Bonvoid.com. This is, of course, a play off of the new Marriott Bonvoy program, which I have been very vocal about and you and I have talked about often uh, through all the articles that I've written and interviews I've done. What made you decide that, hey, this is going to be a good idea and I want to do Bonvoid.com? Well, I told Joe, who's also in one of the groups we're in, that uh, the name started coming up, Bonvoid. Travelers kept saying, I, you know, I got born void. This happened. It was born void. So I registered the domain and then we decided to start a website and Twitter and it just took off from there. You know, now that we've seen the responses, we realize that the problems are even more serious than we originally thought. And we want to motivate Marriott to fix them. And we want to help these people who've given their best travel years to Marriott from being born void. <laughs> There's there's a lot of things I think that Marriott could have done differently, but just the name itself, Bonvoy, which is easily a verb, Bonvoyed, <laughs> probably should have been something that they considered over there. I mean, <laughs> they should have, you know, fixed that in a focus group. Right, which I'm sure they paid a lot of money to do. How surprised were you when you went to register Bonvoy.com and it was available? I couldn't believe it. I mean, <laughs> you know. What it cost, for, like $3, $3 to register? Like $9 through GoDaddy. Yeah. So you have $9 sunk into this business. Uh, you probably have an army of programmers and engineers at your disposal who can easily put up the site that you have. Quickly describe to people who have not been to bonvoid.com exactly what consists of the site right now. Yeah. So right now you can go to the site, submit your stories. And then if you've had any problems, you know, name, we keep that anonymous. We don't publish your name, email, what's the problem, screenshots of the problem, and then we'll just post it. What this does is it shows people what are the ongoing issues. You know, Marriott's saying, oh, this is noise around the edge. So these are isolated problems. Yeah, my favorite quote, noises. Right. Um, they're not isolated problems. There's problems with IT. There's problems with not getting elite benefits at hotels. There's problems with hotels just not giving you upgrades, not using your sweet nights. There was blocking by hotels, which, you know, you published a great article about this in December. Talking specifically about blocking award space, right? That should be available. That's right. That's right. Yeah, blocking award space. And then as soon as the points went up from 60,000 to 85,000, the space suddenly became available. That is probably the most egregious thing that I've seen so far out of all this. March 5th at midnight, the award chart changes to top tier category hotels, which have had no space available at the lower rate of 60,000. Suddenly every single night's available, but you have to pay more. Yeah. Meaning that they purposely blocked it. I mean, it's just the screenshots are there. The hotels were purposely blocking war space until the war prices went up. Th that's just wrong. That's just wrong. That's very wrong. Yeah. Another thing we saw is points advance. You know, Marriott came out and said, we're going to honor everyone that did points advance. So now when people did that, they're calling in, they have the points in their account to get the old points. Either the reservation is getting canceled and they can't book anymore. Or the old reservation, the number of points are not being honored. I saw reports of that on Bonvoid.com, and I was very nervous because I booked a few Category A properties at the lower tier. Points advanced, don't have the points in my account right now. Right. Or I didn't want to spend them right now because I have some shorter, lower category stays coming up. I started to begin to read the reports of once that reservation's canceled, like, you can't get it back, right? It's It's gone. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's gone. It's gone. And I had... 
10 year anniversary in June's coming up for my wife and I, Ritz Carlton, Vienna, also the castle autograph collection property out in sound and music country in Austria. Prices are going up. So I did points advance, but I began to read that. And after you get through the two hours of hold, the first three agents that don't know what they're talking about, your reservation can be canceled and then you're done. You got, I didn't even get confirmation emails when I did the points advance, which was going to be my timestamp proof of when I made the reservation. Right. Never got them. Didn't show up. I had to screenshot uh, something in there to show the time as well. Yeah. Things like this shouldn't hit and miss. It shouldn't be your mileage might vary. These should be guaranteed things and Marriott should honor them because they've said they will. Have you reached out to Marriott or has Marriott reached out to you since you started the website and some of the publication publicity that you've gotten? So we reached out to Marriott as individuals. You know, we've not received any response from them. We haven't even been able to get through whole times, you know, to get to a supervisor. But as a group, we have not. We are still gathering data points and determining the most prominent issues that are faced by members. Once we have a large enough user base, we're going to reach out to them as a group so they can't ignore us and, you know, just say, this is noise around the edge, which is what they've been saying all along. Are you willing to share any kind of general or specific numbers about the number of complaints you received or the kind of traffic that you're seeing on bondboy.com? Yeah. So yesterday after that Skift article, we got about 1,900, 2,000 new people. Um, We've gotten about, as of this morning, about 350 complaints, logged complaints. There's a lot we don't publish. Right. Yeah. If somebody just comes and starts abusing Marriott, we don't publish those. If somebody comes and makes outrageous claims, we don't publish those. Um, so after going through, we've published about three, 350-ish complaints in less than a week. What is your your strategy? Uh, let me be careful about how I ask this. Your ultimate goal is to get Marriott to address these and not continue to play the game of ignoring how significant the problems are, which is in my mind the biggest problem now is nobody will take ownership for this or even acknowledge of how widespread it is. Right. So you're going to go to Marriott as a group. Are you going to say, look at the data, look at our site and what kind of a response do you anticipate? I've always been an SPG person. I've loved SPG. SPG has some of the greatest properties, you know, what we're expecting from Marriott and what they had said before is they were going to keep that ideology and that school of thought in play. So we want to help Marriott improve and be a stronger company and a strong brand that makes sense for travelers. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then we want elite travelers to have a better home, you know, somewhere else. Hyatt for life is my own personal opinion. I know you're a big Hyatt fan (laughs) as well. You're actually, if you're willing to share this, on the ground floor of a few new Hyatt properties as an investor around the world? Yeah. I own three new Hyatts. Um, I can't tell you which ones because, you know, it's through my investment fund. But uh, we're always looking at buying properties. And if, if we find a nice Marriott, we'd buy that too. But Hyatt's been great. They give you a great return. It's a great company. And they actually honor their benefits. Is it true that as a Hyatt owner, you can negotiate yourself, say, lifetime globalist status? Yeah, that's true. When you buy a Hyatt, the board gets about five lifetime globalists, kind of. Actually, it's concierge key thing. So they, no, sorry, courtesy card. Concierge key is for American Airlines. Um, they get a courtesy card. So you get five of those, and then you that's higher than lifetime globalist. You can get those. <laughs> so you're saying I need to give up the points and miles game and just buy a Hyatt. That's the best way I can get the benefits. <laughs> 
or run an investment fund and then you'd be buying it with other people's money. All right, man, we're going to keep talking after this interview's over so I can get on the <laughs> get on the fast track for that. Do you see any route to monetization for you and your partners? How many partners do you have at bondboy.com and are you hoping to eventually work in a strategy to make money off of this? We have three partners. One is anonymous or would like to remain anonymous at that point and the second one is Jeff. We know Jeff, both of us. Um Great guy. It's Mr. Jeff Brownson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. And, you know, he's doing the Twitter <laughs> Twitter feed right now. So all those funny things you see on Twitter, that's him. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, when I find out who was behind that, it absolutely, you guys make sense. I don't know why I expected it to be anybody else, especially after seeing Jeff's Twitter responses are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't expect any kind of monetization right now. What we want is change. You know, I have a lot of reservations. My family has a lot of reservations. My friends have a lot of reservations. I just want my reservations honored. I want to be able to use my points advanced hotels. I want to be able to get my suite upgrades. I want to be able to just get my elite benefits. And, um, you know, I have lifetime titanium now. So I want this to be worth something because it took a lot of effort to get the lifetime titanium. Yeah. So that's what we want right now. I mean, later we'll see what happens. But right now we just need Marriott to make the change and be more like the SPG that we're so used to. So there might be some people out there who are listening that this is a response that I get very often. I think you come off as a very genuine and self-aware person. Some people might say there's an entitlement here of these people. They want, they want, and they want, and I deserve. I want to address that a little bit. We have to operate by the written rules and conditions of the Marriott program in order to stay there. That includes everything that we pay. We have to pay what they say we have to pay this written down It's broken down. There's no, we can't go back and say, well, we didn't really mean that we we're going to pay that much. How about we just negotiate this bill? So because we as customers have to operate by these written rules, why would Marriott be able to get away with not doing it themselves? That's what in these relationships with these brands and companies, there's an expectation and there's actually laws that say you as a customer entering to this business contract, you will pay this hotel bill at this rate. Never mind, It's obscured with resort fees and taxes that, should be illegal in my opinion, but we agree to do that. And Marriott in return says, here are the terms and conditions of our loyalty program that we're going to give you in return for your business. Sweet night upgrades, elite benefits, earning points, being able to get through a phone reservation agent so that you can get simple things taken care of. And right now that's not possible. So it's not entitlement. It's fairness. It's only fair that if I have to play by the rules, you should have to play by them too. So to anybody out there that's thinking this is a sense of entitlement and what we deserve, I can guarantee you the thousands and thousands. I know, in fact, the thousands of dollars that Mr. M has given Marriott in business. So why should why should it go anyway? That's my opinion on it. I didn't mean to go on a little spiel there, but that that's why I I don't think this is this is not an entitlement deal. This is a fairness deal. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Just the other day, we were looking at one of the groups, and somebody had given one thousand three hundred thirty nights to Marriott. Marriott averages lifetime at two hundred dollars a night. So, you know, you're assuming this person has given $266,000 of business to Marriott for, for the 1339s. They have no elite benefits because the Knights were showing, but all their elite years had gone. And that was set to zero. So now they don't get breakfast. They don't get upgrades. They don't even get late checkout anymore. You think about this person, you know, if you've given about 10 to 20 years of your life, traveling when your company was paying for the travel you spend the best years of your life at a marriott thinking hey when i retire i have something or 
but I'm not traveling as much to get elite status anymore. At least I got lifetime. And then suddenly the rules are changed. You know, it's it's a bait and switch. It's it's not right. It's just not right. And when that person tries to call in right now and get this address, walk us through what they're probably met with. They can't get through. <laughs> first, first problem is there's no. The whole times are ridiculous. Whether you call the elite line or you call the general line, any line you call, whole time is ridiculous. Then another thing we're seeing is when agents don't know what to do, they just hang up. So you wait an hour and a half, get an agent, they don't know what to do, they just hang up the phone. And then you have to do the process again. And if you do this a few times, after two or three times, most people don't have that much spare time. So they just give up and say, forget it. You know, it, right. it is what it is. We'll deal with it some other day. If somebody has enough patience, they go through, they get a supervisor, they log a complaint, they'll say, we'll fix it within a week or two weeks. Nothing happens, nothing happens. I mean, there's so many records of stays not crediting, the whole history gone. You know, you're not getting your portfolio points, you're not getting your portfolio nights, points advance not working, phone calls are too long, reservations being canceled, certificates being canceled, points gone missing, you know, no recognition for elites, no breakfast, no lounge, no upgrades. SPG people that qualified on 25 stays last year, um, they're not getting any status. People that were rich Carlton should have gold, they're not getting status. I mean, it's all over the place. And it's not just noise around the edge. We want to bring all these complaints together in one place. So Marriott can look at this and say, hey, you know, we've got an issue. Let's Let's take care of this and become a stronger brand. Yeah, it's people look towards leadership in times of crisis. Now, crisis might be a, a bit of a strong word to use in this situation, but as far as the loyalty program is concerned, I dread trying to call them right now. I've been very lucky through the guidance of people like yourself and others who've reached out and given me little tricks and tips to get through that mainly with Merit right now is not calling the generic 801 rewards number you need to get one of the elite phone lines you need to try and get into an agent or supervisor immediately to get things addressed i've still spent just trying to get these points advanced things taken care of last saturday it took me two and a half three hours on the phone and i would consider myself one of the most experienced customers out there in dealing with these situations so it's rough i'm gonna tell my one last frustration and i'm gonna let you think about my final question for you is going to be your recommendation to our listeners about how to get things corrected what do you think about that I cannot change the email address that I use to log in for Marriott.com right now. It's using my business email address. I don't know even know how it got switched over because SPG and Marriott Rewards were my personal email address. I've called, and every time I called to take care of another reservation issue, I say, hey, by the way, I cannot switch. I don't want to log in with my business email address. I want to use my personal where all of my other stuff is tracked. And I can't do it, man. I've been trying since August. I can't get them to switch over my email. If anybody from Marriott's listening, I just want to log in with my personal email address, not my business email. No idea how that happened. So that's the current frustration. I'm not even trying to fix it anymore until all this gets sorted out. Mr. M, I appreciate your time today and everything that you and your team are doing, Jeff Brownson and your anonymous partner, to try and bring awareness to all of our listeners who are putting up with these frustrations. I wish you the absolute Best of luck with bonvoid.com. Still amazing to me that Marriott did not register this. And I imagine as your story continues to grow, you will probably be hearing from Marriott very soon. <laughs> In order to end, what is your recommended course of action for somebody who is having any kind of issue with a Marriott reservation or status issue right now? Come to bonvoid.com and complain. <laughs> the bigger the group is, you know, we can approach them and say, look, here's the problem. If you approach directly right now, what's happening is if things get canceled, 
then there's no way to fix it. So it's always better to do this in writing as a group. Then we'll most likely get a better solution. I'm not kidding. I have a Bond Void folder on my desktop right now where I screenshot everything before I call or click anything on Marriott to make sure that there's... You shouldn't have to do this. You shouldn't have to do this. To make sure there's at least screenshot evidence of the cost of my booking, the confirmation number, and I'll try and catch the uh, time on the computer in there, even though that can be changed, it still uh, is something to go back towards. So that would be my advice. Mr. Ev, you're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. I'm so glad to know you and all of your ventures that you go through. I wish you the best of luck in all 35 of your businesses, as I like to joke, and appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Take care. We'll be right back on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. It helped me out a lot if you took a moment and subscribed to the podcast and left us a rating wherever you're listening, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. If you're not already a member of the Award Travel 101 Facebook group, we'd love to have you join us. Simply head to Facebook, type in Award Travel 101 at the top, and request to join the group. We review all the profiles so we can keep the spam out. Stay tuned for a new episode next Monday. Until then, if you have questions, we are here to help. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, please submit a post in the Award Travel 101 Facebook group. Special thanks to Shell Fuel Rewards for supporting our podcast in the Award Travel 101 Facebook group. It's an easy way to save money every time you fill up your tank. Instant gold status when you sign up at fuelrewards.com slash award travel podcast. We'll see you next time.